Welcome to Fade Emission Focus, discussing photography, the golden era of photography. This is what we're talking about in today's episode. Come join us. I'm Steve Finkel, and on this episode, I'm flying solo. Well, enough of that 1930s radio type stuff. Welcome to this episode of Photovision Focus, discussing photography. And in this episode, I am actually talking about the golden era of photography. Was there actually even a golden era of photography? When you Google it, it does come up with some references to, you know, like something like the 1930s to the 1950s. And it was brought about by the invention of the compact 35mm camera that allowed people to go out and photograph stuff quite easily. And so there's a lot more photos taken. And the other thing which aided it around those times too, that the flashbulb was invented so people could have a take pictures where normally the film cameras of the day couldn't actually work. They needed the, the extra light. So it actually made, a, I suppose, a big difference photography and more people were out and about and more more stuff was being photographed. So, And I think sometimes, like I said, some people refer that to as being the golden era of photography. But I'm just actually wondering whether we're actually the golden era of photography is today. It's right where we're presently at. This is There's so many things at our disposal as photographers, there's so many pieces of technology, whether it be what's in the actual cameras to what we can do with images once they've been captured with using the software and um, the AI tools that are coming out. Is it truly, I know quite often people like to reminisce and talk about the older times when things were brighter and, and shinier and simpler and whatever, but for a lot of people I think particularly in photography, is I think there's eras of where photography blossomed, definitely blossomed because obviously access to um, equipment was made easier. The process was actually made easier. Previously, photography was a kind of a messy technical process where, you know, lots of things had to be done correctly to get correctly exposed images. So it was a little bit mucking around. So it took people who had a bit of training to actually capture photos. I think when it became more mainstream, when people could basically, you know, everyday public could pick a camera up and point it at something and press a shutter and actually expose and get an image that, you know, that could be, that could have definitely been a, seen as a golden era of photography. But like I said, I think photography has gone through so many different stages over the years that we've just seen it grow and progress. And I think, look, if you look at, um, you know, someone today might say that golden era point was when camera phones were invented because camera phones definitely changed the way photography happened in the world. Camera phones had a new, had an enormous impact. When you actually have a look at what happened before camera phones, most people had access, uh, most families had access to a camera of some description. It was uh, typically a compact camera, so it was an a camera with a non-interchangeable lens. It was very simple, you know, point-and-shoot type camera where basically you can just point it at something, press the shutter. The camera, you know, did some worked at some exposures, and you got a picture. And for a lot of people, that was perfect for doing the family snaps, the family milestones, like the birthdays, and and those types of things. And then when someone wanted a more, I suppose, technical or more sophisticated photo they would then go to a photo studio and do a sitting and people would get their portraits taken or family portraits or whatever it was 
for some people too, that I mean, that's from a commercial point of view. I mean, there's probably two things to think about here. One, the golden era of photography for the general populace. Uh, people could just basically, I suppose, get involved in photography. But then there's also for people who were photographers who were running businesses like studios, that golden era was a time when people would go and sit, have their portrait taken, and then buy a print or, you know, when they had, a say, an engagement or a wedding, they would you know, have a series of photos and then buy an album. And for a lot of the studios, they made a lot of money back then. It was kind of the golden era for photography in that in that sense. And I think, like, photography has gone through a number of different golden eras and I think it changes with the advance of technology it changes with the um, society how we how we view photos and I think like photos now have become so mainstream it's just such a intricate part of everyone's lives because of social media that a social media post without a photo really isn't much at all these days you'll find that Nearly every social media post has a photo attached or a video attached because that's basically how we've been, I suppose, educated by those platforms to use them, that people will take a photograph of, you know, what they're having for dinner or they'll take a photograph of they're out and about and they're in a lovely spot. So they're just posting a photo saying, hey, it's bright and sunny, I'm having a great day out in the country and sharing that with somebody. But again, without the photo, um, you can imagine someone just posting the lines of oh I'm out in a beautiful spot it's beautiful and sunny and I'm having a great day the words don't have the same impact as what a photo but when you actually put the words to a photo and you actually see that beautiful scenery hills or whatever and you, know, you can see the sun shining that it is definitely takes that person who's reading that those few lines now by seeing that visual image in front of them it obviously transports them to that place and they can actually, you know, feel and see what that person's, you know, is experiencing who's posted the photo. And I think this is, like I said, the you know, the golden era of photography, if such a thing even exists. I mean, it, is there anything in any part of any process that's happened in the world, is there a golden era in anything really? Or is it just that how people remember stuff? Because what my golden era of something might be to somebody else who's younger or older than me could be totally different because you know I grew up in the um, 70s and 80s as a teenager and for me that was like some I consider that to be some of the golden years I mean I was doing photography back then I was into music I was into lots of different things cars and all types of things and there was a lot of really cool stuff happening back in that period of the 70s. Music was exploding. There was so much stuff happening. Photography, like I said, was well and truly established as a as a process that people could take on board and do themselves. You know, I had a dark room at home and it was quite common for people who um, were into photography back then to have a dark room set up somewhere so they could process their own film. So for me, that could be... That would be probably if I someone said to me, "Oh, what's your what's your golden era?" And I said, "Well, if I had to kind of frame it in a way that it was a point in time that you held up on a pedestal that you actually decided that this is something I'm going to showcase this particular point in time. Maybe for me it was the the 70s and 80s and the stuff I was shooting back then. And back then I was shooting a lot of transparencies, a lot of film, a uh, slide film, and I just loved I loved that medium because it was just so cool because you could project." You take an image and instead of getting a four by 
you know, four by six print, I could project it on this large, you know, screen or even just pick a big blank wall in the house and throw the projector on it and just project it up super large. So again, it kind of scaled it. So it made it much bigger and bolder and the colors were always, you know, fantastic as well, vibrant, popping colors. So I think, you know, like I said, for everyone listening to this is going to probably think back and think about what their golden era is. And if so, someone who's, say someone who's in their, um, you know, mid-20s, early 30s, the golden era for them might have been when social media started and they could actually start, and, and camera phones evolved, so they could actually start documenting their lives in that particular way. Because a lot of people, like I said, normally wouldn't have picked a camera up and taken those photos. And I think if social media hadn't come along, so they say, just say, yeah, hypothetically it never happened that people then just went about and life just moved on. Yeah, people would still own cameras and a lot of people would, you know, family would own a camera. Like I said, back in the day, it was typically like a Instamatic, a, a um, point-and-shoot type camera. But then when, I suppose, camera phones came out, the shift was away from, and typically it was like in a family situation, the family had a camera and then people would all grab that camera and take a photo of something like when it was Johnny's birthday or when it was, you know, Sally's birthday or whatever, someone would grab the camera and take take the photos and not always the same person. So sometimes that camera would be shared by maybe a couple of people in the household who would use it to take it. Yeah, it might be like, oh, mum, can I take the camera to school? It's the end of the year, you know, we're breaking up and you know, I'm leaving I'm leaving high school this year. Can I take some photos? And, you know, your mother would say, okay, you can take the camera. Don't take too many photos. You know, they're expensive type of thing. So back in that era, that's what I said. It was kind of a camera was more like a, in a household anyway. Sometimes it was like a communal thing where people actually shared the one camera. And today, like I said, we all have walk around with a camera in a pocket. Like everyone who owns a phone has a camera in a pocket. And we still like a lot of people like myself and, Many others who are, you know, very much into photography have only a number of cameras. I can put my hand to quite a number of different cameras that I own to take photos. But like I said, for the general population now, everyone has a camera. So there's no need to share camera within the family. So when there is, you know, Johnny's birthday now, you know, everyone pulls out their phones and there's probably, you know, if there's 10 people at the birthday party, there's probably 10 images being captured on 10 different devices. And this is how it's really changed the way, I suppose, it's really changed the way photography has evolved. And photography has evolved, I think, at a, has evolved at an exponential rate now because of the fact that the access to photography platforms is so easy that the, it's just everyone can basically become a photographer with their iPhone or, or whatever. And I think this is, like I said, but and some people think that's a bad thing. It's like a lot of things with technology. Sometimes people think some things are actually not necessarily good for society, that sometimes they yeah, lessen the value of, of a particular thing, and that's true in some areas, I think potentially can happen. But I think in general it kind of enhances because more and more people are documenting stuff. I mean, the challenge will be moving forward, like back in the days of the print-and-shoot cameras that every family owned, you know, what would happen is once that roll of film had been fully exposed, that someone would take that roll of film to the local pharmacist and have it processed. And then usually, you know, a week or so later, go back to the to the pharmacy, pick up prints that were made from that film. So you'd get a little envelope that had contained your negatives. 
and then inside there was your prints that you would um, print it from the negatives. And again, take them home and then they'd be shared around and people would, you know, oh, look, have a look at this, you know, this great picture of Johnny at his birthday party. And people would then look at those pictures and then from that point, those pictures quite often then ended up into a family album. And I think this is where the difference is today that although we have all these people with cameras like camera phones taking photos, that how many of those photos are actually ever going to survive? Like, I mean, I think a lot of those photos have such a short shelf life. The shelf life is basically they're posted on social media or, or whatever or shown to a friend or sent to a friend and they look at that once and that's it and they don't go back and people don't go back and look at old posts like they it's always about what's what's coming up new what's fresh in the feed so whereas with the photos of you know and it could be like i said it could be it could be what some people would consider to be the golden era of photography that people had the had the photo and it went into an album and then the album was the family keepsake that people would cherish and hang on to and and that was the thing like if you know the house was on fire you know people would say um, you know, I'm going to grab the kids' photo albums and the dog, and I'm out. I'm out of here, type of thing. So people would cherish those memories that were committed to film and put into the family album. And like I said, it was always a whenever interstate visitors visited. You know what would happen is you know they'd come and stay with you for a few days, and eventually at some point during the stay, the photo albums would come out because. Back in those days, the only way you could really share a photo was to get an extra copy of the photo and then put it, you know, mail it to somebody interstate so they could actually see a picture from little Johnny's um, birthday party. Uh, otherwise, like I said, it was very difficult. We didn't have the didn't have the access to the technology we have today, where basically, you know, you can take a photo and within within nanoseconds that photo can be on the other side of the world, being seen by a relative who's in another country now. And again, that's where technology really has, I suppose, changed stuff. And again, I propose that potentially we are in the in the golden the goldenest era of photography that's ever existed at the moment. We are in, like I said, uh, an era where we can do like so much for photography. There's so many different facets to it. There's so many different ways it can be consumed. There's so many different ways it can be shared. Show me different ways these days it can be created. Like I said, we don't need to have a dedicated camera. We can just have camera phone to do it. And these days, like I said, we're seeing more and more stuff happening with AI coming into it. So some people might think that AI is the is the is the golden going to be the golden era of photography. That that is, this is going to be the kind of where it brings those that creativity to everybody to the masses that everyone can be a, you know photo creative if they can sit in front of a computer and they can type a few prompts into a keyboard. And maybe they are then people will deem this as as being that's the next golden era, but I think it's gone through and I think it's evolved. Like golden era of photography has evolved from the time when film was first, well, when photography was first invented, and those first images were created. And back then, I mean, as people were creating those, they had no idea of the the reach or the potential or where it would end up. Like I think they they'd just be absolutely blown away to to realize now that all their efforts of trying to perfect this technique of being able to use light to be able to capture an image and then be able to preserve that image forever and be able to show someone that image after it's happened so it's like in that moment in time has been frozen 
I think yeah, those people would just be absolutely blown away by where we're at with technology at the moment. And again, it always amazes me too, like you know, just seeing the, the advances that we're seeing with with technology in all areas. So there's ranges and ranges. Like you know, we look at we look at cars, we look at you know all other types of things that the technology. Um, look at medical technology, medical technology now. Some of the things that they can do, some of the stuff that they've automated with robots, to be able to perform these very delicate medical tasks that once were deemed to be impossible. It's the same as like the manufacturer of of electronic chips. Like it's just absolutely fascinating. The technology goes into making a chip, which drives all the stuff like our cameras and all that type of stuff. Is that that? is absolutely phenomenal the scale that they're working at and the micro scale that they're working at and being able to produce these things that can only really be seen under an electron microscope. You can't even, you know, not visible with the naked eye. It's just incredible and that all these all these things are in play and all these things actually work, which again, it's kind of like amazing that it does actually all hang together. But like I said, but in this episode, been kind of talking about the idea about when was the golden era of photography? When or was there actually never a golden era of photography? And again, is it just something, is it just a label that people like attaching to stuff? And I think it definitely happens like with nostalgic stuff that people want to, nostalgia is something that people quite often crave and people enjoy looking back on things of, of the past. And I think sometimes people like to put a tag on it, hang a tag on it. So sometimes I think, the golden era of dancing, the golden era of music, the golden era of automobiles, all these types of things, I think people tend to want to create and, and tag and give a name to these different eras. And like I said, for a lot of people, they love that, you know, the 50s and 60s, the styling of the cars. You know, and these days, like a lot of those cars are very much sought after collective pieces because people, you know, back then, manufacturers were all trying to outdo each other with their styling and designs and those types of things and a lot of people they thought that was a golden era of, of automobiles but I think like from that point of view we're actually in the golden era of automobiles right now because seriously you would not want to be in a 1950s car in a serious car accident because they're a rigid frame thing that would had no basically protection for the occupants whatsoever and no brakes were dodgy at best Handling was dodgy at best, like I said, and in an accident situation that all the forces of the accident are transferred through that rigid body and the the poor person who's driving the car is at the mercy of, of all those forces. And today, like I said, we've got technologies in cars which are fantastic. We've got, you know, anti-lock braking and, you know, which quite often a lot of the accidents of, of yesteryear would have been pre- yeah, you know, prevented if people had that technology and braking systems and handling systems like, like that in the cars in the 1950s. So to say like that from a styling point of view, you could say, I reckon definitely say yes, the, from styling might have been the golden era of, of automobile, but it doesn't encompass everything about the automobile. Like at the moment, safety is probably the most important issue for a lot of people. I mean, cars are still bought on their styling that don't get me wrong, like people will buy a particular car because of the way it particularly because of the way it looks. They like that particular look. But manufacturers have been kind of forced now or automobiles have evolved to have all these safety features. So, you know, you couldn't buy a car that didn't have any lock brakes. You couldn't buy a car without airbags. You can't buy a car without seatbelts. All these things are just a part of that package now. So one could say from a 
all-round perspectives, you know, this is the golden era of, of automobiles. And similarly, like I said, with all the tech and all the different things available, all the tools of in post-production and all that type of stuff, I think we truly are right at the moment. We truly are in the golden era of photography and the greatest golden era of photography because I think it's sky's the limit. We can do so much with our photography now that we couldn't do. There's stuff that, you know, when I was a kid growing up, playing in the dark room, taking out my, you know, Kodak 127 camera and I was exposing the film and then processing the film in the dark room at home and then printing out images. There was many things that I wanted to capture. There was stuff that I saw in the world that I wanted to desperately capture, but I, I, with that equipment, I just couldn't do it. I mean, I couldn't. The limitations were basically how the equipment worked and how I could manipulate the, the equipment to try and capture those things, and it just wasn't really possible. And as time has gone by and as, like I said, technology has moved forward now, we now have cameras that are truly incredible. They just really are with the the way they operate, the types of images that we can capture now that we just couldn't even dream of capturing previously or we could dream of capturing but we had no, didn't, and again, probably thought it was maybe not going to be possible in our lifetime. And I think that's the other thing we've seen is there's such an acceleration of acceleration of it so each year now like each year cameras or photography as general is just getting better and better and better because the advances are just coming so fast now that we're just kind of seeing where previously you know we had very small advances you know I mean I can remember buying my first 35 mil camera and you know had some tech it a little bit of tech in it not much um and then you know, time progressed, then, you know, manufacturers started running out a thing called autofocus where the camera would focus for you, which was just absolutely incredible because one of the skills of a, a photographer, particularly shooting action, was being able to quickly focus on something and get the shot because these days, you know, I can take my modern mirrorless camera and I can take it to somewhere where there's fast-moving action and I can use the lock-on tracking It'll lock onto a subject and it'll just keep tracking that subject and keeping them in focus until I press the shutter, which is absolutely incredible. Like I said, it's fantastic. So so I really think, so where do you think the golden era of photography did it? Or was there a golden era of photography? Or are we currently in the golden era of photography? Again, everyone's going to have different thoughts on this, but again, it's just something that I thought, something I'd, I'd, you know, you hear these things about the golden era of this or the golden era of that, and I thought, I have actually heard people talk to me, especially older photographers, have said to me about, oh, back when I was shooting and it was a golden era. And again, I would not be too put out by that, but you know, as I more thought about you know, doing this podcast, I really thought about, well, no, my, my thoughts really are that we actually are currently, this is the golden era at the moment, and I think it will just keep evolving and evolving and evolving. So each generation is going to have a different... I suppose have a different point in time is going to be their golden era. So, look, until next time, enjoy your photography. And like I said, I hope this has got you thinking about what the golden era of photography is or is it even something? Maybe it's not even something. Anyway, enjoy your photography. Until next time. This has been Steve Finkel for Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Get out there and enjoy your photography. Talk to you soon. Bye.